helped defend the church by becoming a supporter of Family Life International. Family Life International presents Father Nicholas Grace of the Institute of the Incarnate Word. To learn more about the Institute, go to www.ive.org. Many people don't describe themselves as Christians, but they say they believe in God. We ask a fair question. What kind of God do you believe in? Can you describe this God to me? And most of the time you'll get an answer along the lines of, well, I believe in a spirit, a force, an influence in the universe that manifests itself in human beings in their religious aspirations. Well, these people unwittingly, unknowingly, believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit that we want to talk about today. But they don't believe in the Father or the Son. Now this wouldn't be the first error about God or the Trinity or the Holy Spirit. We've talked about these in the past. We talked about tritheism, which says that the Holy Spirit is just one of three different gods, each operating in their own sphere of influence. We've heard about subordinationism and Arianism, where the Holy Spirit and indeed the Son are inferior to God the Father, subordinated to him. We've heard about modalism, which states that the Holy Spirit is just one of the ways which God has manifested himself throughout history. In the Old Testament times, they say he manifested himself as God the Father. In New Testament times, they say he manifested himself as the Son. And after Christ ascended into heaven, he manifested himself as the Holy Spirit. Wrong, wrong, three times wrong. Because they break up the unity of the Holy Trinity. They make them three different faces instead of three different persons. What's the correct explanation if we want to know more about the Holy Spirit? Problem here is we're dealing with the mystery of mysteries. Any Tom, Dick or Harry, if he sits under a tree on a nice day and starts scratching his head and thinking about things, can arrive at the fact that God exists. But no man could arrive at the understanding that God is Trinitarian, is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. No. The only reason we know about this is because God told us about it himself. He revealed this truth. That's why we say it's a mystery of mysteries. It's a very hard thing to understand. Great saints like Augustine and Thomas thought about it a lot, wrote about it a lot. Now, I'm no great saint. I haven't thought about it as much as I should, and I haven't written about it. I've only thought about it a little bit, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. And then maybe next year I'll have thought about it a bit more and I'll have a bit more to say. Now, this is difficult, so we've got to listen very carefully. This is very difficult. 
God the Father, the eternal mind from all eternity has spoken a word, has taught a thought. But different to the words and thoughts that we speak and think. Because this word, this thought, existed since forever, always. It didn't have a beginning, doesn't have an end. That's why we can say that this word, this thought, is also, like the eternal mind, a person. However, like us, these persons also have relationship. And the relationship between these two persons is love. This love springs forth both from the eternal mind and from his eternal thought. This love we call the Holy Spirit. He is the conscious response of love from the eternal mind and his eternal thought. He proceeds from one to the other and the other to the one. Eternal love proceeds from the eternal mind and from the eternal thought. The Holy Spirit proceeds from the Father and from the Son. The Father is God. The Son is God. The Holy Spirit is God. Each is not a God each is God. The Holy Spirit just happens to be the third person of the same God. Mysterium. Great mystery. But if we want to know a bit more about the Holy Spirit in more easy terms, where do we look? How have we known the things in the first place? The answer is this, from the mouth of Jesus Christ yesterday and from the mouthpiece of Jesus Christ today, the church. In the church's teaching, which the Holy Spirit assists, that's why there's no error in topics of faith or morality in the Catholic Church. In the church's saints, through whom the Holy Spirit manifests His holiness or is there anybody else in the world or any other religion like St. Francis of Assisi, Mother Teresa, St. Anthony of Padova, St. Bernard, St. etc., 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 etc.? We know the Holy Spirit more in the charisms and ministries by which he himself builds up the church. Some he makes apostles, others evangelists, others teachers, others preachers, others helpers, others healers, etc., etc., building up the church in whatever way is needed. We know the Holy Spirit in liturgical prayer here in the Mass through the signs and symbols. We'll hear in a few moments, send down your Spirit, Lord, upon these gifts. Sign. In our own private prayer. How many times have we said things that we don't know where it comes from? We've prayed in a way we don't know how. Because the Holy Spirit inspires us, prays inside of us, intercedes for us, as St. Paul told us he would. Finally, we know more about the Holy Spirit in the sacred scripture that we hear in Mass every weekend. Sacred scripture 
that the Holy Spirit inspired. Inspired. Get this expression well into our minds. Take a photo. Which he inspired. We're going to hear now in the creed in a while. I believe in the Holy Spirit who has spoken through the prophets. Who are the prophets? Usually we hear about these guys in the first reading on the weekends. A reading according to the prophet Isaiah. A reading from the prophet Ezekiel, Jeremiah, Daniel, Malachi, Habakkuk, etc. Many prophets. These are the holy men of ancient Israel. God's original mouthpieces. The holy preachers from the old times. These holy men were moved and carried by the impetus of the Holy Spirit to communicate a message from God to men. The Holy Spirit inspired them not only to speak, but to write God's message. Again, what do we mean when we say they, and indeed all the writers of the Bible, of the Holy Scripture, were inspired? Do we mean that those men who wrote these books simply sat down with a pen and started to write while the Holy Spirit dictated to them like a secretary in the office? No, we don't mean that. It wasn't dictated to them. Rather, the Holy Spirit helped the writers. He put ideas into their minds, ideas that they were sure came from God's mind. He watched over their writing process and made sure that the sacred writers got it right. They were writers for men and instruments of God. They were co-authors of the Bible with God, but God was the principal author. And he principally did the authorship through the Holy Spirit. There's the Catholic doctrine, friends. Listen to what the apostles say. St. Peter, no prophecy was ever produced by the inventiveness of man, but men spoke from God. They were carried along and moved by the Holy Spirit. Carried along and moved by the Holy Spirit. To prophesy, to speak, to write. St. Paul, all sacred scripture is God-breathed, inspired, and useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training in righteousness. All sacred scripture is God-breathed, inspired. Friends, I'll conclude sincerely hoping that we've been able to learn a little bit more about the Trinity and the Holy Spirit today. A little bit more about how we have God's Word, God's inspired Word. I think this is an important lesson because perhaps at Pentecost we'll be able to see part two. We'll be able to see the continuity and the diversification of the work of the Holy Spirit. We'll be able to see how he continues his action and inspiration, though in a different form in the Church of the Apostles and indeed in our church today. For he works in the church in the present as he did in the past. He maintains the present united to the past. 
For there is one body and one spirit, just as there is one Lord and one faith, just as there is one God over all, through all, and in all. Like the prophet Ezekiel told us, I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my ways. You will be my people and I will be your God. Well, he teaches us through that same Holy Spirit, friends, so that we may walk in God's ways with ever greater perfection. Let's ask our Blessed Mother Mary to obtain for us a greater portion of his Holy Spirit. This MP3 recording has been made available by Family Life International. Help us to make many more available in order to promote our Catholic faith. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk and donate today. Thank you.